1: Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello everyone, and welcome to what I think is gonna be a really fun edition of Training Unleashed. I have a special guest with me. Her name is Taryn Kalmare. And she is the CEO of Remote Team Wellness. And I know what you're thinking, wellness. Well, we all like to talk about it, but we don't do a darn thing about it. <laughs> so, so my first question to you is, why do so many companies totally ignore wellness as part of what's part of what they think about training and the whole person?
0: Hmm. That's an excellent question, Evan. I just first want to say thank you so much for having me here. It's an honor to be here. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. And to, to answer your question, I think that a lot of companies want to do something about their well, the well-being of their employees, but they just don't know what to do. So honestly, the pandemic has obviously highlighted so much more information about, you know, how we need to take care of our employees and sustainable sustainable practices and techniques to actually do that. And implementing a corporate wellness program is a no-brainer in that sense. But again, it kind of comes down to the question of What is it that companies can do to actually help their employees to stay well? So that's pretty much what I think a lot of a lot of the clients that I speak to are grappling with. And I find that a lot of a lot of HR managers are actually just trying to find out like what actually is going to not only make the most sense for the team, but also provide the biggest ROI, because that's really what it comes down to when you're implementing a corporate wellness program. Well, I'm sense. glad
1: I'm glad you bring that up because I mm-hmm. think a lot of times people think, "Oh, it's just good. It's good to do. Good to feel." Let's talk about that ROI. What mm-hmm. is the ROI, and and really also maybe function a little bit, uh, not focus a little bit on retention, and mm-hmm. uh, just the benefits of well-being within an organization. Yeah. So well, I, what is the ROI? Uh,
0: amazing. So I mean, like the benefits are pretty much endless obviously like healthier employee employees are more productive they work harder they're, they're they're happier to obviously do the work that they're that they're engaged in more motivated there are so many benefits to having a healthy and happy workforce um but it, the hard thing about that and the hard thing about the roi of, of corporate wellness programs is that measuring wellness Measuring wellness is a very difficult thing to do because wellness isn't just one thing. It's not just your BMI. It's not just your physical activity. It's not just one dimension. It's a multi-dimensional concept. So when it comes to ROI, we try to look for metrics, obviously, to measure what's been what's happened through you know through the implementation of a program such as this. But if you have no like solid metric. Um, of you know people, people are attending these sessions, and this is what's happening from them. Then it's really difficult to actually see like what is the ROI from that. So having something that's a little bit longer term and more sustainable, obviously there are more things that can be measured through those ki- through those kinds of programs. So it has to be a consistent practice so that you know you know you have the attendance and the engagement. That's one of our our best metrics to obviously measure a well being program. Um, but obviously there are other ROIs involved. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that word was so hard um but yes
1: yes so so, so, taryn let's do a case study that Mm. we don't need to name the name of the company that's really irrelevant Mm. company comes to you and you're going to work with them you know what do you find what do you do and what do you see as a result
0: So honestly, what I find is that the the employees need something. The employees really just need um, to to feel as though they have a resource. They have something as, you know, uh, something that's kind of inbuilt into their day. What they do not need is to be given another thing to do. Um, and that's why there's usually a lot of friction with things like apps and platforms that have to be engaged with after the fact or you know, like in, in an employee's own time. So what I find is that employees need something that is integrated into their day, that's simple, that can be, you know, that can be joined as quick as a Zoom meeting can be joined. Um, and what I've seen from that, what I see when we implement our programs, when we do, when we do, when we do these different types of calls and, and bring in different types of experts, what I see from that is a higher level of engagement from employees that have questions and do need resources, but don't necessarily have that place to turn. So maybe they don't necessarily have, um, you know, a a therapist or, 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 um, or a nutritionist or whatever, but having someone come in and talk to the company about it just brings up so many more questions and so much more so much more of a well-being culture within the team so people are asking questions about how we can start to set better work boundaries how we can start to make sure that we're taking care of what we're eating while we're working remotely how we can start to do all of these things and these practices that again need to actually be prioritized as a part of the work day rather than it just being something that's in a silo by itself because having another thing to add to your plate and to learn and to do is is just really stressful at this moment in time. Obviously, like, like we've all gone through a lot over the last two years and ha- building in a whole new habit on your own with no accountability is so much harder than having you know, your team to do that with. Um, and I think that that's a really important thing about implementing a program.
1: You know, as interesting as I'm listening to you, I have violated one of my cardinal sins which Ooh. is defining the word wellness. What <laughs> is corporate wellness? What is team wellness? What does that mean? Because you 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 know, you talked about, and this is what, what really made me think about it, is you talked about a psychiatrist and mental health is a, certainly an aspect of wellness. You got physical hmm. wellness. Uh, you got, I let you define the word wellness. You're the guest. What does wellness mean?
0: Wellness. So again, wellness is multidimensional. It's not just physical. It's not just mental. It's not just emotional. It's a little bit of a combination of everything, but really what it boils down to is like the act of actually practicing really healthy habits on a daily basis to attain better outcomes. And that's honestly the simplest, the simplest way that I can really just give it to you in a chunk, because again, the healthier outcomes can be healthier emotional outcomes, healthier financial outcomes. It's basically taking small micro steps toward building a habit of making sure that you're doing better for yourself in different areas of your life. And again, these are multidimensional areas. So everything from occupational wellness, all the way to environmental wellness, making sure that you're not littering and polluting your environment, making sure that you're not living in a messy house or a messy environment, making sure that you're, you, you have financial goals set that you're taking care of, um, you know, of yourself um, in, in different in different ways. There are just so many, again, so many parts of wellness, but when it comes down to it, it's habit building.
1: You know, it's interesting when you say multidimensional, I think we're having a science fiction discussion. Um, so let's let's just talk about this for a second. You know, our listeners, you know, Training Unleashed, we're all about how to unleash the power of training, yeah. uh, etc. Things that they can do without you mm. and to improve wellness within the company. And let's let's just let's just start with physical wellness And then we'll kind of move down the spectrum. What can companies do now? Just themselves, our listeners, listen, take this to the bank. These are things you could do now.
0: Oh, my goodness. I got some stuff to share with you, Evan. So one in four Americans spend more than eight hours a day sitting 44% 44% this is according to the CDC so like 44% report doing moderate, no moderate to vigorous activity during the day as well and that's a huge huge opportunity for a lot of companies. If if your employees are spending 8 hours or more per day sitting then implementing a wellness break or implement, implementing like an actual break to, to just get people to stand up is the first physical thing that you can do as an organization. Literally send out an email every every hour or every every two hours and just say stand up and take a walk around a five minute walk around like give your employees like actual check-in points to do things that are you know our actual well-being activities well-being breaks take a moment to just take a breath stand up and go get go get some water all of those kinds of things are super simple again you can literally just automate an email now's your time to stand up and take a little walk around your house that as simple as that but Honestly, this is becoming this is becoming a a, a epidemic pandemic in itself, sitting is such a such a strain on our bodies. um, And really understanding that is a huge part of a huge part of physical well being. And so really just just. Firstly, inspiring people to move their bodies during the day. If they do have to work remotely, then inspiring them to do it while they're in the best way that they can. But if they're working in office, making that a part of the office culture, making it making it so that there is just a time to like, we get up, we stand, we walk around every hour, so, every t- hour. Taryn,
1: t- did you see what I just did?
0: I did see what you just did. want I, saw I, I saw
1: tell you. the audience what I just did? I just saw you slide
0: down in your chair over there, Evan.
1: No, I didn't slide down in my chair. You didn't? You just,
0: no, I raised my desk. Oh,
1: my desk is now a stand-up desk.
0: I love it.
1: So I, I can, that. during the day, move from a, sta- a regular desk to a stand-up desk.
0: And that's wonderful as well. I'll, honestly, to implement that, to have a space even in the office, if you're working, if you are working in an office setting, to have a space where there is standing room to be able to work or to take calls, I really enjoy taking calls standing. Um, and that's that's a little hack that I have so that I'm not just spending all day sitting down on Zoom on my computer. I do have the the break to actually move my body and to do that during the day as well. So that's what, also just an
1: implementation. What- what was interesting about what you said, though, was to send out the reminder email. Get yeah. up, stand up, stretch, walk around. Totally. Because I have a stand-up desk, but I don't use it that often. I don't use it that often because I just don't think about it.
0: Right, because you're not thinking about it. Yeah.
1: And this is, by the way, the first time ever I have recorded Training leash, standing up. <laughs>
0: oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm happy to be an inspiration. Happy to yes. be an inspiration always, Evan. So let,
1: let's stick with the physical for a mm-hmm. second, and let's say you have a remote team they are working from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What idea could you share that way?
0: Um, in terms of, do you say food?
1: No, fitness, uh, F- physical fitness, physical activity.
0: Fitness. If you're working from home and you just need a little, a little bit of physical activity in your day, then again, I recommend like walking around your house or walking around the block At least once every two hours, doing something that's, again, just getting yourself a little bit of movement, a little bit of air, obviously weather permitting, if it's like raining or snowing outside and you can't leave the actual housing structure, that's fine. Maybe you just walk up and down the stairs or you walk around your kitchen in a circle or you just do some good body movements, a few squats, a few lunges anything that anything that you can do to move your body even just putting on your favorite song and dancing around your house like a fool that also is a really helpful practice to just shift you into a different space and a different energetic feeling because if you're in uh, in a space where you're just sitting and you're in a very, very contracted position all day, that's really going to have some serious long-term effects. And that's something that you really don't want to make a habit out of. Make a habit out of doing things that will break up your physical routine. So don't let yourself stay in the same position for too long. If there's anything that you take from this conversation, I would really appreciate that it's that. Like really just make sure that you're moving and getting enough range. Make sure that you're getting enough depth, like your body can do so many things. And often we, we just end up in the same little position. Give yourself. I'll tell, you, we,
1: I'll tell you, we don't do this all the time, but we do this quite a bit hmm. is when we're going to have like a team meeting, hmm. uh, someone will play music through their thing and we'll have a little dance party. While yes. we while we wait for everyone to show up, so all, and some people their dances. Well, you know, if by the way, you know, this, this show is on C Suite TV. You can go to C Suite TV and Training Unleashed and find the show. But you know, some people dance is just moving their head like this. there's people yeah. on the TV show can see, and some people are all out right. You know, it's, you know, and, and, and I'll say this for those that might consider this it's not going to go so well the first time because people aren't going to know. But then once you kind of get used to it, then it kind of becomes really, really fun. Tortle Training's Learning Matter experts are passionate about designing effective solutions that move the needle. Whether your organization needs development of e-learning courses, instructor-led training, or assistance with creating optimized electronic versions of employee handbooks, our team can help. To learn more, Visit tortle.com slash learning development. Okay, so let's now move away from physical okay. fitness. Let's talk about what ideas you have for mental fitness.
0: Mm, yeah, I have, a, I have quite a few ideas around mental fitness. And to, so, to be completely honest with you, one of the best interventions when it comes to any kind of mental health and well being is. And it's going to sound counterintuitive because it's so strange to talk about this as a, as a well-being practice, but learning how to breathe properly, mm. learning how to actually just take some full deep breaths that are oxygenating your body. So, so
1: demonstrate, often, I'm going to be your, I'm I, going to be your kitty pig. Of
0: course I, I'd love to demonstrate. So we have two different types of Is this of safe for breath. people
1: listening in their car?
0: This is say no in the in the car. I wouldn't recommend if you're if you're operating any kind of machinery. I really wouldn't recommend. I, I just
1: wanted because like some breathing. people do listen in the car, and I want to be protective yeah. of them. But if you're not Absolutely. driving, if,
0: or you're if you're not you're driving, driving
1: <laughs> pull over. Okay, exactly. let's go for it. <laughs>
0: exactly, but this, so so this is really just so we have two different types of breath. We have chest breath where we're breathing here and you you see how my shoulders raise up like that and then we have a deeper breath which is called a belly breath and that's a breath that I breathe all the way down into my belly and I try to push my belly out like a balloon extend like distending like a balloon and then I feel my belly pull back so you'll feel your belly button kind of move into your hand and then move back so those are the two types of breath that we have often we end up spending quite a lot of time in our chest breath and that's quite um that's quite a a heightened state of stress that's a a stressful breath because obviously when we encounter stressful situations our breath moves up and so we just we're trying we're trying to accommodate and do all of these things and and we're never really dropping it down and taking it into a deeper, more relaxed breath that can help us with processes like autophagy, which is like, which is our rest, digest and de-stress response or our parasympathetic nervous system. And you see how my, vo- my vocal tone changes when I'm taking those kinds of breaths from my belly. You see how, how much my, my, even my face, my demeanor changes when I'm taking those kinds of breaths. So teaching yourself to move the breath from to down in your chest. And I'm going to take you through just a quick exercise that you can do that. So I want you to take your hands and place them onto your belly. You can let your fingers kind of interlace. And then I want you to think about again, breathing in and breathing into your belly space. So breathe. And as you breathe in, feel your belly move into your hands as much as you can. And then open your mouth and exhale. Lovely. Again, breathe into your belly. Might feel a little bit of strain, might feel a little bit strange. And then exhale. One more time, just like that. Inhale into the hands. Feel your belly expand, feel your ribs move outward. And then let that breath go. Very good. Really, and just allow Really, really to relaxing. Just, yeah. Letting your breath settle back into its natural rhythm and just noticing the difference between those two states, noticing how you breathe in a normal state. And then when you are trying to again take those deep breaths and, and bring yourself into that more relaxed state, that's also a really just good mental health tip. And it's a good mental health check-in. So one thing that I will always recommend for people who are, you know, just need a little bit of a mental health break in their day. And that's also something that you can send out as a reminder to the team. Like maybe, you know, maybe every every hour, every two hours, hey, it's time for a mental health break. Why not just take a few deep breaths, take 10 deep breaths, um, into your belly and you can it, something as simple as just yeah, inhale, inhale into the belly and exhale and you can do that at your desk it's not something that has to be personal or private you can go into the bathroom if you want to do it in, in private um, but it's something that's simple and that can shift your state really really quickly and can take you from a state of stress and anxiety back to a state of calm relax and focus so that you can make decisions from a clearer space does that make sense
1: it does it does. And, and I, on the same topic, I really believe in lunch breaks.
0: 100%. When
1: I grew up, when I grew up, my father never took a lunch break. Wow. You know, when I say he didn't take a lunch break. He didn't even eat. I mean, he just powered mm. through the day yeah. too busy, too busy, too busy. Mm. And I would make the argument that the time you take for lunch to relax, refocus makes the rest of the day so much more productive. Yeah. And, and uh, and and skipping lunch not particularly healthy. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Can I can I just make a comment about that? Because sure. the, when when you talk about taking a lunch break, I'm sure you are talking about relaxing and letting yourself just come back into a state of focus and clarity but what i do honestly see with a lot of um a lot of clients and colleagues especially when we're doing some on-site trainings when people take a lunch break they may take a break from their computer but then they have their phone and they're still absorbing a lot of information and they're still doing a lot of a lot of things that are still putting them into that same state of like stress and that same cycle is still being perpetuated or they're just spending the whole time scrolling on social media so when i just encourage you like when you are taking a break, Take a break. Take a actual break. Let yourself have a screen break. So maybe that that lunch break means just separating yourself from all screens just for your twenty minutes to go outside, have something to eat, or to go and just have something to eat and really interact with what you're eating, rather than multitasking your lunch break and trying to do a million things. I'm responding to the email and I'm also just checking Facebook and I'm doing and I'm also just going to take a bite every now every few minutes. That's also not a break. So really give yourself conscious breaks, where you're just doing one task at a time and eating in itself is a task.
1: Well, I think that's an amazing point. And I am guilty of everything you just said, just <laughs> put out there. We I, all also, are. <laughs> I think I also think that society has almost made it like, you know, you're sitting alone and you're not like using your phone. What's wrong with you? Right. Um, but um. Any, anyhow, we're going to run out of time. You've been a delightful guest. You've really shared a lot of really cool things. Thank you. But I do know that companies hire wellness companies all the time to help really create wellness within the organization. Yeah. Because first off, employees, you know, we talk about retention and people leaving the workplace or lack of retention, people leaving the workplace you know, creating a culture of wellness and time where you're considerate, etc. It makes the job more enjoyable. And we we know if people are enjoying their job, they're going to stay.
0: Yes, absolutely. So,
1: tell us about your company. People want to know about your company. Uh, who are the people? What do you do? How do you work with clients? Um, and, you know, who are the ideal clients for you to work with?
0: amazing thank you so much for that opportunity i appreciate that Uh, my company is called remote team wellness we are a bespoke wellness solution for teams to take better care of their employees virtually so we work with companies all the way f- we work with all different types of companies we are not industry ag- we're pretty industry agnostic um so we 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 work with we work with tech companies we work with we work with construction companies we work with all all kinds of spaces and we basically we basically pioneer expert-led sessions and well-being initiatives for teams virtually so we we can bring in different experts for stress stress management time and productivity um for burnout awareness burnout prevention, we have diff- we have different breathing techniques. We also have different experiential exercises. So we'll have like maybe a thirty minute breath work before one of your meetings, or maybe a twenty minute eye exercise led by an optometrist um, just before just just a- after your lunch, so that people are actually remembering to move their eyes and exercise their eyes in different ways. Um, so we have these different types of initiatives and monthly programs. They have two main services one-off services and then we also have monthly programs for for teams that um, do want something a little bit more consistent and long-standing just like I was saying building that habit is a really really important part of having a well-being program so to have something that's already just scheduled into the calendar that's already there already done and set up is a really really wonderful way to actually show your team yes we care about your well-being we care that you take these breaks in the day we care that you are taking care of yourselves and and that's what our company does that's what we do the best and we would really love to help any any teams that have any needs um, or that really that really think that this could be something that would be helpful for them so if you'd like to learn more about our company or about our programs and our sessions please visit us at remoteteamwellness.com or send us an email at hello at wellnesscom we'd be happy to help you out with a solution
1: you know it's interesting I think the pandemic has allowed more remote work like yours because yeah. yeah, I've, you know, worked in companies and, and um, had clients where they bring people in physically bring people in. Yeah. Um, but that's extremely expensive, you know, very, very difficult. Yeah. Uh, I like, I really like this idea of remote, which is really cool. Yeah, I know I you agree. have an offer for mm-hmm. everybody, so please share your offer. That would be amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I definitely do. So I have um I just have a, a short meditation that it can be used to really just create a lot of space, focus, and clarity in your mornings. Or in anywhere out throughout throughout the day, but I really love using this practice in the morning because it is a breathing practice. It's a great way to check in with yourself and your body just as you're starting your day. Brings a, a good bit of focus and clarity, and it's kind of like having a shot of espresso. So I really enjoyed this breathing practice that I'm going to share with your audience. And again, please don't please don't be be operating any heavy heavy machinery while you're listening to it. It is just for when you're in a space of you know you can focus on yourself, you can focus on your own time but it's going to be a really, really wonderful practice if, um, if you want to engage with that after this, this show. This practice is also on um, my Inside Timer profile, so you can find it at insidetimer.com forward slash Taryn Calamayor. My name is Taryn, T-A-R-I-N, and my last name is Calmeyer, C-A-L-M-E-Y-E-R. So you can find me on InsightTimer.com forward slash Taryn Calmeyer, T-A-R-I-N-C-A-L-M-E-Y-E-R. And you can find that practice and many other practices that can really be used as a complementary help to your day to, um, to, again, just finding a little bit more focus and clarity in your workday and beyond.
1: Insight Timer is actually in a pretty amazing app, a lot of really great stuff. Mm-hmm. My wife actually has a, uh, I don't know if you call it a channel, but she, she does yeah. crystal ball healings and she's stunning. Yeah, she, uh, she's on Insight Timer too. So beautiful. Uh, it's actually a great resource. Um, resource. Before I get to the last question, everyone who listens to the show, the last question is if you have one tip, I just want to share my one tip to everyone listening. Your personal health and well-being is incredibly important. It is going to bring your life full of joy and happiness and staying fit, working out, eating well, sleeping well. These are the keys to enjoying life. And, you know, there's always tomorrow, but there isn't. It's really today. So start, be the example Uh, just, uh, that's, that's my, that's my, I don't normally give a one tip, but as I'm sitting here and listening to you, I'm getting inspired to say to people, because, you know, I'm not Mm -hmm. the perfect person, but, you know, physical fitness, eating healthy, uh, is really important part of my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to emphasize it. So your, your turn for the, your one tip.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I I kind of just wanted to build just on what you said cuz it reminded me of this um this picture I've been seeing that's been going around um and that's that, like, if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll have to make time for illness at some point. And that's just a really good way to kind of cement that, like, you really have to just make the time in your day for it. And these are these don't have to be hour long sessions. These don't, these don't have to take up your whole day. It doesn't have to be this huge process or production. It can just be two minutes, five minutes, conscious breaks in the day, schedule the time in. But my tip, my one tip, um, that was just a little bit of a, a little bit of an addition on your tip. No, it's, a bonus. it's a bonus. We love it's bonuses. It's a little bonus. Bonuses, bonuses are bonus good. It's right? really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, my actual tip to be completely honest in anything, and this has been my lesson in all areas of my life, whether it be my entrepreneurial journey, my entrepreneurial journey, my performing journey, my, my, like, my wellness journey, just keep going. Honestly, do not give up. Do not do not let yourself get to a point where you're like, "You know what? Like, I haven't seen the results I'm looking for or it's not working the way that I wanted. It's not it doesn't look exactly as I expected to look. Just keep showing up and just keep going. Just keep trying new things, keep iterating, keep changing, keep allowing yourself to fail. Just keep going, because that's what will lead you to the eventual success and the result that you are looking for, which is something different.
1: That's a a great life tip. That's a very good life tip. So I want to thank you for being a great guest. I want to thank my audience. I also want to thank C-Suite TV and radio for being amazing sponsors of the show. Couldn't do the show without them. Couldn't do the show without all of my listeners. But I also can't do the show without my guests. So thank you for being a guest on the show. Training Unleashed is brought to you by Tortal Training, specializing in e-learning and interactive online training solutions for corporate, government, nonprofit, and franchise organizations. Tortal makes effective training easier. Just go to Tortal.net to gain access to real-world tools that can make a difference. That's Tortal.net, T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortal.net.